Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. He said, you've moved from the grace of Christ. Can I hear somebody talk about, somebody say the grace of Christ. I marvel that you are soon removed from him that has called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, okay, verse 7, which is not another. But there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. He's saying that there can be a perverted and a corrupted form of the gospel. Verse number 8. But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach unto you another gospel, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let that person be accursed. Now, what Paul is saying is that the things the gospel is supposed to serve are so serious that when you prescribe another gospel, it's a criminal offense, so you should be cursed. Because, you see, Jesus has done something on the cross. He died for something. And I'll be showing you four of the things he died for. He died for many things. But today, I will show you just four. And maybe more. And that is what he died for. So when you preach another gospel, he said you should be a curse. Because what you are saying is that Christ died in vain. Saying Christ died in vain. Verse number eight, nine. As we said before, so I say again: if any man preach unto you any other gospel than that which you have received, let him be accursed. Now that means that if the one that preaches another gospel is accursed, then you, the one that receive another gospel, you are accursed. He said the grace of Christ. He said you are removed from the grace of Christ. And that word grace is the Greek word charis. And charis means kindness, favor, concession, and gracious. Favor, concession, kindness, and gracious or graciousness. So somebody just gave you something you didn't deserve. Somebody gave you something free of charge. Somebody gave you something you didn't have to pay for. So gracious. Favor. Concession. In other words, the thing is yours. Take it freely. Take it free and go. Now, this same doctrine of Christ or gospel is perverted. People preach a perverted form of gospel. And the word pervert means to turn around. To turn around, to corrupt, and to distort. All these definitions I'm making, I'm, I'm talking about, will not make any sense until I begin to describe what I'm really preaching. Now, the gospel, he said, so, he said, though we or an angel from heaven should preach another gospel, let him be a curse. We have messengers of the gospel and we have the message itself. The one that preaches is the mes- messenger of the gospel. And the message they preach to you is the gospel. Okay. The gospel that God gave us is something I call the easy gospel. I asked the Holy Spirit today, I said, how do I say easy gospel 
without confusing the people and he said tell them when he says if any man does not bear his own cross and follow me the cross is the process of preaching the message but the message itself is not heavy the process of carrying the gospel to people the 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 the, the difficulty of getting people to receive the gospel traveling with the gospel praying for the gospel to be preached studying to pray preach the gospel those can be difficult but as for the message itself is a very very simple message the gospel in its form, free form in its pure form is simple it is free it is easy christ paid the penalty for our sins for our sicknesses for our cases and for our death he paid the penalty for everything the blessing of the gospel is too good for many christians in the natural to receive i mean in the in the natural ear it is too good so it seems powerless the message is so simple it's explosive but it's very simple explosive but it's simple today if somebody wants to record anything you are saying they, they won't bring this an undercover person who comes to you to record it will not bring this if he, if he brings this you will immediately know he's recording you they can come and record you picture recording with just a small button like this it will be so tiny in fact this is big this is big they will bring a device and record you with with video and everything and you will not know you have been recorded because they've made it very simple god has made the preaching of the gospel the preaching the process of preaching of the gospel can be difficult but the gospel itself is a very simple gospel and as we talk about um the year of explosion you want to make sure that you understand the simplicity of the gospel and don't make it too complicated for people now if you say something is exploding it means you are thinking about mass production and if it is mass production the product must be a simple product not a complicated product the message of the gospel is this that jesus christ took our place in death and punishment jesus christ took our place in death and punishment so when they say when you walk among the su circles when you say good news then they shout christ died for you so let me say it and then you will repeat it good news good news now use me good news so when they say good news then you say christ died for me good news christ died for me good news christ died for me that is the gospel he took your place somebody say he took my place now if you check in the bible when when jesus died on the cross and they put the crown of thorns on his head and they nailed him to the tree and everything he took away everything including even the chastisement of your peace and he said the chastisement of your peace is upon him that means that the christian is not even supposed to worry because when he died on the cross he took away your worry but i will not go into worry today because that will be another matter for another day but you look at it and there are very cardinal areas in which christ died for us and i want to take four of the simple cardinal areas in which christ 
paid for our sins and took our place the first thing we want to look at is the issue of righteousness 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 even before jesus died a woman is caught in adultery it is said she is caught in the very act they brought her before jesus and jesus you are supposed to be stoned to death because sin you will be punished in so many ways sometimes they have to flog you in public at times they have to stone you to death they have to do all kinds of manners, manner of things to you mutilations and humiliations and they will have to isolate you and so on and so forth now they bring this woman and they say this woman was caught in the very act of adultery and jesus was writing something on the ground up till today we don't know what he wrote but i believe that it was the simplicity of the gospel jesus got up and said he that has no woman no he got up he said he that has no sin let him first cast the stone the first stone at the woman then he began to write on the ground and then he rose up and said woman where are your accusers she said they've all disappeared he said neither do i condemn you go and sin no more that means all the adultery you've committed including the one you just did for which they brought you here the, the important thing is that go and sin no more in other words your sins are cancelled this is the same doctrine of christ you and i received you should go into the lives of christians and see the way they struggle with sin i'm talking about the sin mentality so if somebody is in christ the person is clothed with the righteousness of christ and when you see the person you are seeing the righteousness of god in the person and on the person listen to me when god looks at you he does not see sin he sees righteousness because you know what your life is hid with christ in god so here you are still with that sin mentality oh god forgive me my sins forgive me my sins forgive me my sins and god is looking at you and saying which one which one and you are confessing and you are confessing and you are confessing confessing and the witches in your church will not leave you alone <laughs> he said if any man preaches another gospel the person is a curse anybody whoever accuses you of a sin that lies in the past the person is a curse the person is a curse because you know what something god has removed you cannot put it there I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. You see the police, the police post in front of our church. If the regional police commander goes to remove it, and some civilians go and get some police and bring them and come and put them there, <laughs> or another police officer other than the regional commander goes to get some police and they come and sit there they are police all right but the commander has removed them from there and nobody is permitted to bring police there it is the same way if god removes somebody's sin and said it is taken away from the person as far as the east is from the west and god said and they are sin i will remember no more the day you remember it and say it you are cursed Something God has removed, you cannot bring it into existence. 
So he said, that which I have cleansed, don't call it common. And there are believers who struggle. I read the Bible and he said, for he has made him to be sin for us. So he's on the cross, all our sins are upon him. He's mad with sin. Sin has disfigured him. And the father has forsaken him, separated himself from him. And he said, my God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? He has made him to be sin for us. He, he, he didn't only smear him with our sin. He became the personification of sin. All for you. So that you might be the righteousness of God in Christ. You are not only righteous, you are the righteousness of God in Christ. In other words, if anybody wants to look at righteousness, they should look at you. They should look at you. Listen to me. That is why you are so confident you go to heaven. That is why when you praise God, you come into his presence and approach his throne with such boldness and such authority. Somebody lift up your hand and say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Don't let you hear Christians pray and you wonder, Father, in Jesus' name, I pray, forgive me my past sins, forgive my present sins, forgive the sins I'm yet to commit. That means you have even planned for them already. Some to pray another stupid prayer like that. Lord, forgive me the unknown sins. Now, if it's unknown, how did you commit it? Father, in case I have made a mistake. You see, and that was Job's problem. Every day you are offering sacrifice. Not because your children have done something wrong. But the man is offering the sacrifice and saying, In case my children have done something wrong. Why, why are you even thinking like that? I came here to talk to somebody today. Who is the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus? And you better believe it and ladies and gentlemen the bible said the wages of sin is death and whenever people sinned apart from dying the sin attracted a curse so we go to the sin attracted a curse the people were cursed when they they they, they sinned they were cursed diseases sicknesses came upon them and so on and so forth but when jesus died he took away all these things and um, he took away our curse and brought a blessing upon us the soul that sins dies that person is cursed but here is Paul expounding on this issue of righteousness and, and, and things like that and he said in Galatians chapter 3 and the verse number 13 to 14 Galatians chapter 3 verse 13 to 14 Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law now the curse of the law is that if you fall you are, you, you, you are cursed you are stoned to death poverty will come on you sickness will come on you disgrace will come upon you shame will come upon you many things will come upon you and now the Bible is saying that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law be you made a curse for us for it is written curse is everyone that hangeth upon the tree that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Christ Jesus. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. 
that the blessing of God must come upon us through Christ. Now, for many people, they don't understand this. Because as soon as you start talking to them about their Christianity, they say, well, then the first question they ask you is, have you, gone, have you been passed through deliverance? Have you passed through deliverance? Now, I believe in deliverance. I believe in deliverance if you have a demon and they have to cast out the demon and if they have to bind the demon and the demon has to come out of you. I also believe that a Christian can be demonized if you open up, a demon can enter you. But I don't think a Christian should spend all your life trying to break ancestral curse, trying to break a curse which has nothing to do with you. Listen to me. Christ died. It had nothing to do with me. I received the blessing. My ancestor died and committed curses. Things that brought curses upon them. If I cannot receive the blessing of Christ who died, why should I receive the curse of my ancestor who died? Your ancestor did not live for you. Your ancestor did not die for you. Your ancestor did not come to the earth for you. He came for himself. He committed his sins. He had his curse. He died. He went. Christ came for you. Christ died for you. He took the curse away. So if you are not believing in what Christ has done for you, why are you believing in what your ancestor has done for you? If Christ tells me my sins are forgiven, you can never put them on me it's not possible if christ tells me i am blessed you can never stop me from walking blessed thinking blessed feeling blessed and looking blessed and having blessing oh come on clap your hands and praise god today i separate your destiny from the destiny of a dead man or a dead woman then they tell you, oh, this family, everybody's like this. Oh, as for our family, is this today I separate you from that corruption. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And what and the curse is removed. Somebody may you know that the curse is removed. You 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 don't need you don't need difficult christianity difficult christianity one curse over bressa ancestral curse break it break it i went to america to preach a message and i, I preached and i talked about cain and the way cain even cain god said therefore if anybody slays cain vengeance will be taken against the person seven times and that is even cain without grace when he said his punishment is too much for him don't you think your punishment is too much for you don't think 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 your punishment is too much for your people don't you think your punishment is too much what you've gone through all these years don't you think it's too much listen when you see me serve god and suffer and go through things it is not because it will bring me forgiveness or blessing no 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 it is because i love him and i don't mind just going through something small just to serve him but it is not because i think it will bring you and it will bring me anything I, I don't spend i don't spend my time on things like that because i believe somebody did it for me two thousand years ago and something somebody did for me and did it better than me and did it in a way I could never have done it.
because if I could have done something about my sin and done something about my curse Jesus Christ would not have come to the earth and he came to do it for me and they call it substitutionary death that means he took my place you don't have to struggle to be blessed you don't you don't we are not used to receiving free things the gospel is free some of us think we must help God to forgive us we must help God to bless us we must help God to take the curse away from us God said I want to do it for you free of charge oh boy I am very used to the economy of heaven you didn't clap because you don't understand I'm very I am very used to the economy of heaven (laughs) you don't have to struggle what God is doing for you you don't have to look for it yourself what God has done for you you don't have to look for it yourself he said he has made us a chosen generation but watch this royal priesthood then I talked about it royalty they don't buy things how many things does he buy or his children they will buy once in a while but I can tell you royalty royalty even my chief the mountain dong chief when you go to his house and see yam it is likely that somebody brought it if you see kenke it's likely somebody brought it and i has not seen nor ear heard neither have entered into the heart of man the things that god has prepared for them that love him but god has revealed them unto us by his spirit that dwells in us for what man knows the things that are in the man except the spirit of the man which is in him even so the things of god knoweth no man but the spirit of god but the bible said god has revealed the things unto us and he said they are freely given unto us i pray in the name of jesus may you start receiving the free blessings of god every curse is removed from your life and it was removed two thousand years ago you don't have to struggle to receive a blessing you are blessed you are blessed you are forgiven every curse is taken away from you we are not used to free things you meet a lot of africans and give them money and they'll tell it's okay it's the blessing of god me myself what do i have that i did not receive but see the way you are behaving is the mentality of a slave it's a slave mentality but if you have the mentality of a child of god he rewards them that diligently seek him when you Gently seek the Lord, the Lord rewards you. That is the way even people who may be having given their life to Christ don't go to church. That is the way they even receive the mercies of God. And you are sitting in church, you are not expecting the mercy of God, you are not expecting God to take care of you. You are just sitting there and you believe that everything you must work for it. I came here with a certain decree today that from today may you begin to get things you didn't labor for may you get a blessing you did not struggle for 
and when we say explosion you cannot explode by working for everything ah listen there is no way financially you can explode by working for everything give and it shall be given unto you good measure pressed down shaking together running over it didn't say shall you work for running over shall men give into your portion may you enter the culture of receiving i said may you enter the culture of receiving your next car you will receive your next house you will receive your next job you will receive you didn't qualify but you will receive it receive it in the mighty name of Jesus your next miracle you will receive in the name of Jesus now so listen to the gospel listen to the gospel be made a curse for us Abraham I received the blessings of Abraham I receive the blessings of Abraham. May you receive the blessings of Abraham. Listen, I know you don't like money. I know you don't like a car. I know you don't need a house. But if you receive the blessings of Abraham, you can comfort somebody's life. And the person can touch another person's life. And the person can be a blessing to somebody. So today, I declare you blessed in the name of Jesus. Come on, shout an amen. Oh, Jesus. blessing can be very easy the only thing is that in our world today when you use your faith the ngnd people everybody say ngnd i like that keyword for ngnd this unbelievers <laughs> see them sometimes they attack a pastor then they attack somebody here then they attack some and when you use your faith and you are a pastor then they say oh they took the people's money and then they took the listen they are practicing their faith you don't know how to use your faith somebody too is there and the person knows how to use the faith the person knows how to use their faith first peter 2 24 who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes you were healed by whose stripes you were healed that means there is no sickness which is your sickness you cannot say oh my cancer has returned <laughs> my asthma has returned some people love cocoa so they'll say my cocoa has returned even cocoa cry you like it My headache has re returned. No, by his stripes you were healed. Lift up your hand and say, By his stripes I was healed. And say it again, By his stripes I was healed. By whose stripes ye were healed. So he died. And when he died, he died for your sicknesses and you were healed. But people, another gospel will tell you all kinds of things you should do to be healed. Another gospel. Will tell you all kinds of strange things you should do punish yourself you look at when jesus was walking about on earth 
the ease with which he dismissed diseases. I'm praying that in the year of explosion, you and I will just say it and it will happen. We will just decree and it will happen. We will just decree and it will happen. So Jesus will say, go wash in the pool of Siloam and it will happen. So we the believers, when we the preachers, when we give you an instruction, or you the believer, when you give yourself an instruction, the instruction should be a very simple instruction. So handkerchiefs and aprons, aprons were taken from the body of Paul and they were put on the sick and the sick recovered. And the Bible says special miracles took place. It happened because Christ had died for the sins of the people already. So the handkerchiefs and the aprons going on their body only triggered their faith. So now, when I say, if you are sick, come and just touch this altar and believe God that you are healed. When you come and touch the altar, don't be thinking about the wood. Don't be thinking about the concrete. When you touch the altar, you are touching the message this altar preaches and this altar the message it preaches is that it is the gospel that by his stripes you are healed so when you are going to your seat that cancer is healed that barrenness is healed because as soon as you come to Bethesda you are saying that the same Jesus who said come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest he has healed you I pray in the name of Jesus may you stop struggling to look for healing which God has given to you already stop struggling for it stop I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodannaba.com. God bless you richly.